Hello. Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, how you doing? Pretty good, man. So pretty good, man. How's your day going? Man, it's going pretty good. I can't complain. Hey. I Say can't... that one more time. I said it's going pretty good. I can't complain. That's good, man. Appreciate you uh, joining the <clears throat> podcast. I, I'm so honored to actually get you on and pick your brain a little bit. Yeah, man, no doubt, no doubt. I know we've been playing phone tag for a while. <laughs> we have, we have, but hey, man, it's a pleasure speaking to you, and I know you're going to bless us with some some wisdom, so it's all good. I know you're busy. Um, <clears throat> so before we get started, uh, welcome to the Positive Generation podcast, you feel me? So this is definitely your favorite chairwoman, Shark, coming back at you once again, and I got a wonderful host on the line. It's Javon Wilson, right? Oh, yep, yep, yep. Javon Wilson from Mississippi, man, and, and he's such a such an inspiration to a lot of us. And the fact that he's a young black male, it made it even more inspirational. So, Javon, before we get started, man, what I always like to do, man, I always uh, like like for uh, the guests to get on and just tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell the people it's a little bit more about who Javon is. Okay, cool. I got you. I got you. So, um. Uh, like she said, my name is Javon Wilson. Um, I'm originally from Jackson, Mississippi. Um, um, let me see. I went to high school at Murrah High School and Bailey Magnet. I later on went to uh, go to Mississippi State, where I finished my um, double E degree. That's electrical engineering. I finished up in like five years. And then um, after that, I've kind of bounced around from state to state as far as different jobs. And I've ended up here in the Memphis area working as a quality engineer. Um, and you know, just recently, in like the past few months, I've been getting back into art, and I decided to do uh, you know a few children's books. Um, I've got a few products that I've been trying to push. You know, just some just some ideas that I've been sitting on lately, and um, you know, I'm just trying to keep putting things out, and you know, see see how many people I can reach, and you know, trying to affect the youth, and you know, inspire mm-hmm. who I can, and just you know, just. Um, show whoever I can if some things are possible you know I know sometimes we kind of sit back and we just wonder uh hey can I do that you know what I mean and all right I'm out to and, you know try anything that I, anything that comes across my brain I'm out to try so that's all it takes man a little bit of effort exactly a little bit of a little bit of hard work pays off man that's so cool and wonderful that you um had thought to touch the youth definitely need that in the community and uh me being from Mississippi myself bro I understand I really understand so that's a very good thing that you're doing because not many people um decides to touch the youth so right I'm so proud of you man I'm so proud of you for taking that step I appreciate um, that no problem man and before we get any further with the questions and you know really start picking uh Javon's brain you know we're gonna all just give it up to the most high because I always like to give it up to the most high Whoever your most most high is, we always um welcome all type of spirits. You know I mean? we, we open up um nothing but unconditional love here on this platform. So we just bring in my most up my my utmost higher self, Amari, and whoever or whomever you feel feet feels free to say is your most high. We just want to bring him in and say thank you. I say I say to God, I say to the most high for blessing us with this day. So Javon. The man of the hour, man. <laughs> so uh, I really was looking at, I was looking at your art lately and your art, you know, saying if only life was fair, man. I thought, hey, what a great idea to actually, you know, bring this segment on with what if only life was fair. Right. So, you know, um, <clears throat> in life, you know, what is the success to you? Like, what is success to you? You know, if only life was fair, 
what would you describe success would be to you? And I would say, and you know, let me let me just elaborate a little bit on the only of life was fair. And basically, it was like um, I had an idea one day for a painting, and uh, one of my favorite artists is Basquiat, so I want to do like a Basquiat style painting. But like, if you look at that painting, basically, I have like I got the two black figures. It's like the the black man, and then one the the smaller one is his uh, his black son. Then I have like the, the police car rolling up, you know, and it's supposed to be, you know, quote unquote, the help. And then, you know, I got life on the side with the black people. I got it written the correct way. And I got life on the other side in reverse, you know, as far as, you know, because mm-hmm. we both, I feel like um, us versus sometimes the Caucasian community, we have two different ideas of what life is and how we perceive right. life. So, you know, basically that's what the whole painting was about. You know, just if only life was fair, you know, just, um, just kind of like you know shedding light on that or whatever and as far as what I, what I would say like what is success to me um if if life was fair success would be you know not having to always get it out the mud not always mm. having to have all your ducks in a row um you know but I just feel like sometimes like well most times in the black community you know for us to find success we can't mess up we can't um you know we can't um we can't really show any flaws we can't make the same mistakes out in public, you know. Right. Um, we have to keep a certain persona about ourselves. We have to dress a certain way. We have to, and that's what I was kind of just shedding light on, you know. If only life was fair, you know, uh, mm. because it's just it's so many. I think sometimes um, extra things that we have to do, you know, in order in order just to live a normal life and find right. normal success. I feel like we have to go even further, and you know. Um, I don't know. It's just something I always like. I always love shedding light on. You know, I don't. I don't like to use it as a crutch, but I do like to know that. You know, I, I like. I like for people to understand that that does exist. Like we do live in two different worlds. We do. As, you know what I mean. So you know, I, I always yeah. like to shed light on that. You know, I don't want it to just be a crutch and you know, like just look for handouts. But at the same time, right. I want people to know that when you know us in the black community do find success, we have to work that much harder. You know, because. A lot of opportunities aren't just handed to us. We have to right. go flip over every rock to find it, or we have to get it out the mud, or we have to work harder than everybody in the room, you know, just to get noticed. So, you know, that's right. just a, that was just the main thing I was trying to shed light on, you know, as far as what I think success would be, you know, if life was fair. <laughs> and I, I think you did a wonderful job um, displaying that art and that message across not just your um, work, but sounds like to me in life because uh, a lot of people do not do not realize that it is two worlds that we live in and a lot of us would give up a lot of us would sacrifice happiness over what we, we truly want or because someone said we have to act this way and that's what it means to be successful when you act this way or you talk this way right. and a lot of us um, a lot of us not meant to be made in a box exactly exactly and that's the last thing I want to do is place myself in a box or let anybody else feel like they're stuck in the box just because society says, okay, well, I know what you like to do, but you know, this is the box we say you gotta fit in. And you know, that's not always the case. You know, you can you can go squeeze yourself into that box if you don't wanna, you know, look for other opportunities and if you don't wanna, you know, take risk out here. But you know, right. but for those of us who do wanna take risk and, you know, look outside the box, you know, then it's time to jump out the box. You know, don't don't let people confine you into, you know, uh, just a few examples of you know what they say you have to do and what you have to be and what you have to sound like and what you have to look like you know right and and I encourage everyone that wants to um, be outside the box and actually 
be free and know what it means to not just be free but have control of their life i encourage you to do it if you're sitting there thinking about it you want to you want to do something in life but you scared i say don't be scared because the scariest thing is life is not living your life exactly and and that's what that's that's one of my biggest fears is you know just regrets I don't want to get to 50 and 60 years old one day and I look back and like, oh man, I wish I would have did this when I was in my 20s. Really? Oh man, you know what I mean? Like that's my biggest yeah. fear. Not fail, failing ain't my fear. You know, I fail at stuff all the time. I try new things right. all the time. So fa- failure is not it's not scary to me, but regret is just that that I don't I do just not I don't I don't I do not want to be, you know, 50 60 years old, you know, where I can barely get around, got a cane, and I'm like, man, I wish when I was in my 20s, I would have tried this, tried that, and now I can't do it at all. You know what I mean? Right. And because at that point, it's like, dang, it's too, it's kind of too late at this point. Not really too late per se to start over, but it's kind of too late. I, I, I realize things too late in life where you can actually really realize things now if you keep an open mind. Exactly. So I, I do agree. I, I don't like to regret anything. If something happens, I'm like, well, I learned from it. However, it it was, it is. That's what it is, and that's what I learned from it. And you keep going. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So I I'm, I commend you, man. Not not everybody is um, as courageous as you um, to step out there and not not only just be an entrepreneur, but be a black entrepreneur in the community, trying to raise up your people. So it's not right. easy. It's not easy. Um, what made you come up with if only life was fair? Like I know you said about your painting, but there was but was there a point in your life where you like really felt if only life was fair besides just um getting overlooked or maybe someone else had a different privilege to you? Oh definitely. I mean just um I would say, you know, especially like um I would say like like you know, like when we finished at Mississippi State, you know, and I and I had to come out and do this job search, start job hunting. And you know, I was I was originally told, you know, I, I graduated as an engineer, and I'm I'm told by all my all my counselors and my, my teachers, oh yeah, you'll you'll get a job, you'll you'll do this, you'll get this much money, you'll you you know, like like life was already paved out. But you know, I found out afterward, you know, it's not. You know, that's just a piece of paper in your hand, and life is still not fair out here, no matter what your accreditations are. You know what I mean? So, and that's just something I kind of just want to keep shedding light on is that you know, like. Is, there is a difference out here, you know, and and just like um, uh, you know, I don't know, just like like I was saying, just out in the community, like everything that we take on, just about in the black community, we have to work just about twenty to if not fifty percent harder, just to right. the normal things that you know. I feel like certain communities, you know, they kind of they have the foundation already, or they have the platform, or they have the they have the help or support already. And they have right. a system that kind of already supports them to make sure that they, you know, are given the necessary tools to make it to that next step. Whereas, you know, like with us, I, like I kind of always say, we always kind of have to get it out the mud, in, in other words, you know. And that's true. Um, I don't think a lot of people will. I'm, I personally know I didn't realize how hard it was living in Mississippi and just being from Mississippi until I got out. Right. And I realized, like, wow, a lot of people didn't struggle like I did. I thought it was just that much normal. But little did we know, it's not normal to struggle that hard. It's no, not. it's not. It's not. <laughs> Everybody else so is living true. like not even just a comfortable life, but it's an okay life. You can live an okay life, but we're not even living an okay life. It's really a struggle. It's out the mud. So I, I like that you say that because that's one thing I say. Like, not everybody had 
um, the roughest background, but we all do struggle just by being in Mississippi, being black in a black community. You will struggle some type of way and finding yourself is the hardest thing too. Most definitely, most definitely. Because it's like when you got all these factors that's working against you, it's kind of hard to even look for, you know, look for things that you want to do. It's just like, you know, you know, if you if you have certain circumstances, it's even harder to enjoy the, the other side of life when, you know, when your circumstances are always in your face, you know? Right. Right. You always got to pick the circumstance first. Right. 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 I understand that so well. And um, <clears throat> when which company which of those accomplishments became one of your biggest challenges when you first began so when you first started in an engineer and wanted to come out with um if only one life was fair which part of that was your biggest challenge but it was your best accomplishment i'll say my my biggest challenge was um i'll say my biggest challenge was you know just kind of starting to open up more you know um coming from where i came from mississippi and jackson like you know um i don't know like maybe i just have an introverted nature but you know a lot of times you know you you keep to yourself or you don't you don't really you don't open up to people you don't ask for right you don't um you might not always know how to reach out and you might not have to know how to show weakness at you know at certain times because sometimes we think like asking for help is a weakness you know what i mean so that was one of my biggest challenges when I joined the workforce because you know you start working as a team, you have to you have to get out of your introverted nature no matter what background you come from. You know, like you have to stop looking at uh, asking for help and you know um, you know what I mean, just kind of uh, relying on others and stuff. You you can't look at that anymore as a weakness and as something to look down upon. So that was something I had to kind of learn. Uh, once I joined the, joined the workforce, you know, as far as me leaving Mississippi, and I had to kind of just, you know, learn to open up more, learn to communicate more, learn to network more, learn how to ask for help when I actually need it, you know, not right. to just go through things the hard way and, you know, think that I'm going to get a gold medal for, you know, going through something the hard way. Like, that's not always the case, you know. Sometimes you just, you know, you just you know, a few questions away from asking the right person to help you out and help you get something accomplished, you know? So I think that was the... That is so that was, true. Yeah, that was the toughest thing for me. You know, it's kind of starting to grow out of my introverted nature. Like, and I'm still, I'm still pretty much an introvert, but, you know, I've been trying to just learn how to network more and, you know, um, collaborate with more people and, you know, ask for help when I actually need it, you know? And that was just, that was the, that was the biggest thing for me to overcome though, honestly. I, I, I agree. I agree because, um, uh... Uh, that's why I grew up in Jackson, Mississippi, and um, you know, I was raised by my grandmother okay. in Winona, Winona, Mississippi, and um, <laughs> that's what they I had to really break myself is being open. That wasn't that right. That too wasn't a common thing. Everybody didn't talk about what they went through. Everybody right. kind of just you know, hey, how you doing? And it just kind of like even if it was family, not everybody knew what the next person was going through. We kind of like kept it to ourselves, right. you know. And when it comes to asking for help, that was kind of like, if I ask for help, are they going to think of me lower than this? You know, am I going to be showing a sign of weakness? So that is another thing I had to um, break when it comes to stepping out on my own. Um, even even in service, I had to stop not wanting to, like, ask for help. Exactly. You know, because there's nothing wrong with asking for help. There's nothing wrong with asking for help in your personal life. That's the thing that I struggle with, too, is there's nothing wrong with asking for help at all. It's not a sign of weakness. It's literally a sign that you need help. Yes, and, exactly. It's actually a sign of strength. 
Right. It's like you when you need it the most, you lean you lean to someone that you know that can really help you. And, and at that time, maybe they cannot help you. But if someone is meant to help you in that time, it'll be available to you. Oh yeah. You know, and uh, a lot of times we're so stuck up because we're brought up in that ways to where we do get the help, we don't recognize the help. Right. We uh, we see it as oh well, well maybe it came off kind of strong. Like no nah, no, nah, that was the help that you asked for. You just you're so stubborn to even get it. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And that's something I've just had to grow out of, and you know, just keep getting better at. You know, it's something you work at. Right. Yes, it's a work in progress. I'm glad you said it. It's, it's definitely a work in progress. It's not easy growing up at all. We all come from um, being being a child to young adults to being adults. You know, so you're exactly. making a transition through life. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm glad you said that. And, and it's it's funny how I meet more and more people that's from Mississippi. And they say the same thing, like, I thought I was normal until, until <laughs> I left. And it's like, yo, right? Like, right, right. And it's just <laughs> and like, we're, we're not normal. Right. And it's like, when I got to Mississippi State, Mississippi State was just such a melting pot, man. You got people from all over the country. Yeah. You got people from different parts of Mississippi. You got people from Georgia, people from Memphis. And, and you start kind of, you, you start kind of peeping how, they, what their perception of life is, you know? And that's true. The same things you find important, man. Somebody from California, man, they never even heard of. You know what I mean? Like, never. That's never true. Of, never been an issue for them. You know, like. <laughs> that's so true. Playing music, I remember playing some uh, some um, old school music that we all play at the cookout. So I'm like playing, right? It, and everybody's like, "What do you listen to?" Oh, I, in my <laughs> mind, everybody listened to that, and everybody's like, "Now, now we don't listen to that." Right. And it just hit me like, dog. All, all old people don't play this at every cookout. Like this ain't what we play, <laughs> right. you know. But you're right. We when you run into other people, they don't see that as a problem. They're like, oh, that's a problem. That's an issue. Exactly, man. Exactly. And it's just like I know, even just coming from Jackson, you know, um, from home, you know, success was, you know, you you got you a house, you know, you you got a you got some type of name brand car, you know, you, mm-hmm. you wear designer brands and all, and, mm-hmm. and it's just like. I had to get out of that to even, you know, not be so uh, crazy about brands all the time. Not being crazy True. about, you know, just not letting certain things thinking, not letting, not letting myself think that certain material items equal success because they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. And uh, that's that's another good point that you hit on because like a lot of us have so many brand brand new ideas that one million dollar idea that we don't even display. There's a lot of people from Mississippi that can draw. That has a oh, lot yeah. of talent, oh, and yeah. you want to wear a name brand, throw it on a shirt, rock your own stuff. Exactly. Rock, you know, put it out there, let people see your art, let people see it and feel it. You know, <laughs> and you rock. You you spend so much money on the same the same brand that's still gonna be there. What about your brand? Start exactly. rocking your brand. And, exactly. And I I really personally don't feel like it's nothing wrong with supporting the next black entrepreneur. No, I don't. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. If you feel like, oh, well, they're higher than me, they're, they're doing better. If you actually feel like that, well, maybe you should reevaluate yourself because yeah, you have more it's, it's in that, life. It's time to work harder. You know, my uncle used to always tell me, he was like, you know, never be scared to give out information. You know, like if somebody come ask me for help, then I should help them. If they ask me how to do this, I'm going to tell you how, you know, and that's why. Right. Like, and I know everybody doesn't like to be open about, you know, what they're doing and what they got going on. But I, I just learned to get out of that, you know what I'm saying? Because if I give you a piece of information, and if, if I'm scared you're going to surpass me because I gave you a piece of information, that means I must have started working. Right. Like, <laughs> like, that's so true. It's like, why why hold 
out all the information from that person and maybe you never know it may help the both of y'all exactly and you know if, if, if i'm scared of if i'm scared of you surpassing me that means i'm really i'm scared of you outworking me and you know i just i have the mindset you know it's just like you know i plan on outworking anybody or everybody that i can you know what i mean and the people that's outworking me they inspire me so right right my, you know what i mean so I'm, I'm just always so willing to give out any knowledge any information that i have come across or i've I learned the hard way yeah i'll tell you so you don't have to go through it or i'll pick somebody's brain that's 10 years older than me so i don't have to go through the same thing that they went through and you know like i don't know i just never i never saw fear in that you know because it's just like you know if if i'm scared that i can't get tell you you know a few sentences of information because you might you might outdo me one day Man, that's that's ridiculous, man. That means I must be standing still and I must have stopped working. I must have gave up on my own vision. Right, and I, that's true. If people ask me why you why you share so much into your trading business, why why you just don't why would I do that? That's my question. Why, why? Oh, because someone maybe left too much information out for me. Well, that was them. I don't understand. I was like, well, there's so much knowledge in the world that we all can share and still be able to share some more. Oh yeah. With the with the knowledge and the knowledge could could bring not just you uh, um a healthy bank account or maybe a different way of living, but it can help somebody else too. So um it may not be the blessing for me. Maybe I was only there to just share the information to bless somebody else, you know. But a lot of people are so like you said, scared that I'm all oh, man. If I if I share this, this person gonna catch on and pass yeah. me. I I want you to. I'd be happy. Like yeah, pass me. You know, right. Pass me. Let let me see that you actually putting that work in. Exactly, exactly, man. Exactly. exactly. I'm like you. If you if you're working hard as me and you pass me, oh, I gotta pick your brain because now I know you work ten times harder than me. What are you doing that I ain't doing? Yeah, exactly. That means at that point I got something to learn from you. Right, right. But it's all I guess we going from that cycle from being we've been told that it's always have to be a superior than us just being unified and we're stronger together. Man, that's so true. Man, that's so yeah. true. So um, and that's how it is. And I know that you, you um, well, we all know you put a lot of thought in between how, how uh, it would be if life was different, you know. Right. So um, with that, how long, how long have you been on this journey when it came to just knowing that you was put here differently for a different purpose, and you actually started putting to the steps to take it forward into your dreams? I'll say, man. Um... I say towards the the middle of high school, and I say that because I used to be very very big on just football and basketball. Like that was my mm. life, you know. I just always knew, oh man, one day I'm gonna go to the NBA, one day I'm gonna play in the NFL. And it's just like, you know, as I went to like ninth, tenth grade, you know, and I'm like barely getting on the sports teams, and you know, I had these big hopes and dreams because I watched these NBA stars, NFL stars on TV, but. And I, I wasn't catching these growth spurts, you know, like Cray. I didn't, I didn't get up to six three, six five, and I so I had to start thinking of, okay, you know, maybe that's not the route. You know what I'm saying? What, what else? What else? Right. <laughs> what else am I good at? You know, what else gonna come natural? Like what, what? And you know, like just coming up in Jackson, man, it's full of creative people. You know, right. As far as art and music, and you know, just I don't know, man. It's just like it's so much culture in, uh, in Jackson, man. I, and I, I just encourage everybody to go down there and just get a view. I know what they see on the news, but it's just, yeah, it's so much, you know, like rich culture down there. And it so, is. you know, upon finishing high school, like, um, you know, I chose engineering because I just always like to create and design and build, and I like to come up with an idea and then. You know, take my idea and then plan it out well, and then next thing you know, I'm holding the same thing that I had in, as an idea. You know, it actually becomes a product or something that can 
work or something that can you know move around and that just always kind of wowed me you know and um as a kid i used to draw a lot you know i never i never did paint but i used to sketch and draw all the time and in high school i would do i used to do like custom clothes or whatever so like if people want mm. pants and you want to designs i would paint designs on pants or I would, you know, I, I did like Air Force Ones. I would like, you know, customize the Nike sign, do different colors. Like I was into that. And, you know, I was doing like um, jackets and T-shirts back then. I would cut hair, you know. Mm, so I did it all. I did it, man. I did some everything in it because I, I had to, you know, we couldn't work until what, like 15 or something like that. So, right. you know, in the ages where I wasn't old enough to work, man, I was just, I tried to learn from every person that I thought of as a hustler that was around me. You know, I knew. You had Snapman in the Metro Mall. He was doing custom shirts and custom jackets, and I thought that was cool. I would go to the barber shop. The barber cut my head up. I had to wait two weeks to get a haircut. I was like, man, I'm gonna go ahead and learn how to cut my own hair, you know? So, right. <laughs> man, I was out to mimic everybody that I looked up to. You know what I mean? And right. And like, you know, and I just kind of stuck with some of those things. I had kind of left the art alone, but as far as like cutting hair, I kept doing that. And then, you know, I was, I was always into trying to create and design, but that was the reason I went to engineering school because I wanted to learn the official way to build things and how to plan out the process and, you know, how to, you know, just, you know, so I, I kind of knew from like high school the route I wanted to go. I never knew mm-hmm. that I, would, I never knew that I was going to pick the art back up. But, you know, like once I, you know, got into the working field of engineering, it's like, you know, I would just go to work from, you know, eight to five and I get off and, you know, I'm, I'm watching Netflix, so I'm just, you know, getting ready. To, I'm just chilling to the next day to work. And I'm just right. like, after a while, it's like, man, I could be doing something else, man. Something else, right. I could be doing something else. Like, I, I got so many other things that I used to do. And you kind of just had to, like, re-wake up that child in yourself and, you know, go back to those things that you liked as a, as a kid and as a teenager, you know. They're not kitty if you bring them, if you take them to the next level, you know what I mean? That is so true. A lot, um, I like to... I like to say that it's that it's that um, child mentality, cause yeah. a, a child mentality that um, kid imagination is really not imagination. You know, um, as a child, you have to tell them, you know, there's danger here, there's danger there, but it's really what they desire. And to them, it comes to life. They actually plays that role. And if we all start acting and playing that role that we truly desire, we'll, we'll be surprised at what we manifest into the real reality. So true. You know, um, I remember my daughter, I like watching my kids because they'll they'll really put you back into uh, that mindset of what you what you really want out of life. And if you really pay attention to a child, if you tell them no and they're really trying to do something, it hurts their feelings to the soul. Oh yeah. It really hurts their feelings that they would cry so hard as if you took a piece of candy or something from them. And if you ask them what is wrong, it's the fact that you told them that they couldn't do it and they wanted to do it the whole time. Exactly. And, you know, it's because, you know, in your mind, especially as a kid and, and as an adult, too, whenever you have this idea and it really sparks that interest in you, you like put together a whole like vision or commercial in your head of how you're going to do it, what it's going to look like, wh- how you're going to feel when it gets done, all that. And, you know, as a kid, you don't really have the resources. You're not old enough to go, you know, have money to go do this and this and that. So it's like when somebody tell you you can't do it, man, you didn't have a resource to do it anyway. You was going to need somebody else to kind of fund your idea or help you go. right so like as soon as somebody else say oh no nah, that ain't the move man you like you just said you heartbroken you know what i mean right right you heartbroken Even kids i'm telling you kids you like uh if you like that little it's have they have many toys coming out and they know what specific toy they want that the toy that does the right thing and my auntie gave my cousin 
gave him the wrong color. He knew, no, that's not the color I need. I need a blue one. And if, if it ain't the blue one, then it ain't gonna be right. <laughs> and we need to be like that. Like kids are smart. They come out grasping technology. And if you tell them something wrong about technology, like, no, that's not how you do it. They'll show you something different. They will, man. They will. And that's, man, that's what, that's what inspires me to like, just reach the youth. And I'm not saying that I've, I haven't given up on people our age and older people. But, you know, sometimes people our age or, you know, people who have already, you know, kind of eclipsed the uh, age where they want to explore their imagination, you know, they're kind of already stuck in their ways or they kind of already have this certain way of thinking. Right. So it's, it's, it's sometimes it's harder to reach people that's a little bit older. But, you know, in my opinion, the youth, they're still taking in information. They're, they're still as a sponge when it comes to information. So. You know, you throw out them the right ideas and you 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 give them the uh, the right tools and the right resources for them to be successful in the next five, 10 years. You know, they might actually listen and soak it up. You know what I'm saying? For the grown people, you know, I feel like sometimes they'll lend an open ear. But if it goes against what they believe or goes against what they think is right or goes against what they think is cool, then, you know, you might be you might be wasting your breath. Right. They'll actually sometimes hear you out. You know what I mean? And especially if you somebody that they think they can look up to. You right, know, they they're all ears. You know what I mean? Right, they'll be like, "Oh well, if you do, you did that. Let me do that." They're more they're more willing to risk it all to change. Yes. And people our age or older are not willing at all. They'll say it. I want I, I want change. They'll complain all day. I need help. I need this to be done. I need this to be done. But then you go back doing the same thing you did yesterday. Yep. It's like, well, can we go do this? Nah, nah, not today. I don't really feel like it. Let's do it tomorrow. When we prolong it and prolong it, and then we look up, it's five years from now. It's 10 years from now. And somebody else, yeah, somebody else wanted did the same thing you've been wanting to do. And then next thing you know, you butt hurt. You know what right. I mean? Right. Like, that could have been me. Yeah, it, it, been it me. was supposed to be you. It was supposed but, to be you. Right. You just took too long. You didn't believe in yourself, so you had to go find somebody else that believed in themselves. You know? And that's what I like to encourage with my kids and anybody that I talk to. Because um, there's sometimes I find myself like, dog, as a child, somebody can even told me from, you know, right or wrong. If I wanted to go play ball for eight hours, I would go play ball for eight hours. And you can't tell me I can't, right. you know. And I, I wanted to be like Kobe. I'm going to be in the gym shooting 100 shots, 1,000 right. shots every day because that's right. what I wanted to be. But right. we'll say, I want to change people's life. I want to do this. And then times I ask you a question or I get too too far into your brain you're like oh no i don't want to share this with you i uh, you know you you be blocked off by the idea and it's like no open your mind up because we all can help each other out we really can and we all can help each other out uh well on your journey though like throughout all this throughout um figuring out that art is for you and going through your engineer journey well like what aspect of it do you do you really enjoy the most? Is it just the journey itself, the experience itself, or do you really enjoy just being free as an entrepreneur? Like, what part of that really embraces you? So I would say what what really like what really kind of embraces me is I would say first is inspiring people, and you know, like you, anybody who's close to me, they they know like they can't bring up any idea. If you come to me with any idea, like hey, you know, Javon, I'm I'm thinking of doing this or. I'm thinking of starting this business or, hey, man, what, what if I try this? 
I'm the person, like, I don't care how crazy your idea is. I'm going to sit there and, and I'm going to inspire you. I'm going to build you up. I'm going to egg you on until you at least go try it. So people know not to even bring up no ideas around me. Because that's just, that's who I am. I love to inspire people, man. I love to see people live their dreams out. You know what I mean? And I love to see them make their, their ideas a reality. So, you know, that's first. You know, I just love to inspire people, you know, whenever I can, however I can. And, you know, just for two, man, I just love creating, like, I just love creating, man. Like, I just truly do. Like, as far as, I don't know, like, just, it can be whatever. It can be art. It can be a product. It can be, you know, a device. It can be anything. I just love seeing an idea come to life. You know, right. it's like one minute you sketching something out and you saying, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to put a button here. It's going to plug in the wall. It's going to do this when you hit the button. It's going to be this color and all that. I love to see it go from that piece of paper and, and a few months down the line, we hold it in our hand. You know what I mean? Right. And so like, right. I, I just, I don't know. I just love creating. I love designing and, and I love art. You know what I mean? I love, and I love art because with artists, like it's one of the only genres where, um, I'm not going to say being weird, but just being, being not normal is the coolest thing you can do because right. as an artist, the last thing you want to do is be just like somebody else. You know what I mean? That like, is so true. Man, that's the last thing you want to do when it comes to art. But, you know, in the regular world, that is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to follow this manual. You're supposed to fit into this box. You know, it's just like, so, I mean, that's just kind of the, that's the main thing that inspires me, man. It's just like, you know, inspiring other people to live their dreams out because that inspires me to keep going. And I just love creating, man. Like, I'm always writing down some idea, like, constantly I'm writing down. I probably got a list of a thousand ideas. I've only tried 20 in the last year or so. I got so many, like anytime something comes to my head, I try to hurry up and write it down because I'm either going to try it today, tomorrow, it might be next week, might be a year right. from now, but I'm going to try it. And that's what it's all about. At least you try it. You never know. Yeah. It may be that one, that one thing you stay dedicated to, you stay, you stay with it and you believe it. It might just be that one thing you needed. Right. And as far you as, know, as, you know, being an uh, entrepreneur, that inspires me as well because, you know, um, you know, I, lo I love working. I love my job, but it's just like at the same time, you know, when you get to, you know, when you work or whatever for that eight hours a day, and then when I started doing like entrepreneur type things and creating this, this and that, and it's like, man, I start getting a little bit more excitement out of something that I did in three hours after work other than what I did in that nine. And I'm just like, okay, you know, one day I want to be at the point where I control my, my nine hours during the day. Right. Because I can bring so much more happiness for myself out of that nine hours than me right. just trying to squeeze everything into that three or four after work, you know what I mean? So I haven't got to that point yet of just full entrepreneurship, but at the same time, like, I don't know, like, the more I kind of just, I see the other side as far as, you know, you don't have to only bring in funds and you don't have to only, like, um, live the the worker life that we're kind of told that we have to live. Like, that's not the only, that's not the only side of life. I don't believe we're supposed to just spend our whole life working 40 hours a week. You know what We're I mean? not. And, and it's like, like you said, a lot of us are in, when we go through life, we feel like there is something much more we're supposed to be doing. And it is. It's so much more. We're supposed to be seeing the world. Like, why why be confined somewhere when, how I see it, it's like, why be confined somewhere when I have to want to go somewhere to enjoy my life, to actually get away, take a break? I have to ask, can I go to, can I go on a vacation? Can I do this? And it has to be given a yes or no. But if that person, I put my put myself in their shoes, that person want to go, they don't have to ask. 
exactly. about. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So why would I put myself in a situation like well, we're all bound by situations um, within time. Like your mom, my mom, and uh, your grandmother, my grandmother, they all had a different situation to face. Exactly. But I feel that these, these days of time, uh, especially with the generations that's coming out now and the generations that's already out and the millennials, it's like the perfect time to be yourself. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like, because I, I didn't know how so many people that I could run into such as yourself, I would have never been able to like, oh, you would have met him um, randomly. There's no way. I reached out to him. There's no way I reached out to him. I would have never talked. Like, why why you right. want to talk? I didn't want to talk to other people to Man. get to know other people. That's how I but, Yeah. I mean, that's a more of a self thing than anything. Right. And the more I talk to people and actually hear people's vision, it's like, wow. I would have never known your vision is about as close as mine. And wow, you actually could help me in the spot that I've been trying to, you know, get more information on. And you yeah. got all the answers and I would have never known. Right. And it's, so, and that just that just comes with, you know, that comes with time. Like you said, we're all growing up in this thing we call life. It's a cycle. And a lot of times I think we get to a certain point and we think, oh man, like how close am I to the finish line? Man, there is no finish line. It's a marathon. Yes. <laughs> you have to keep going. <laughs> you got to keep going, man. Like, this ain't no sprint. You know what I mean? Like, Say no finish. No, you're right. There's no finish line. The only person that you need to worry about beating is yourself. Yep, yourself. You know? Yourself. Because a lot of us are so focused on the other people's growth. Yeah. We're not literally. even... It's true. We become haters. Like, it's not wrong with saying, man, I wish that was me. Well, yeah, but now you're a hater. Exactly, exactly. And, I, and I love social media, but that's one of the downsides of social media. Like when you constantly, you constantly, we, we're constantly on Facebook, Instagram, and we see celebrities out on the beach. We see this person out, you know, living their best life. We see this dude driving a Lamborghini. We see this dude wearing uh, designer clothes, a hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry. You know, so after a while, it makes us feel like our life is just so boring and it don't have no purpose because we steadily scrolling or we liking pictures of somebody who looks like they're happy or looks like they're living what success is. And to me, that kind of brings a certain depression upon people at certain times, you know, because they'll feel like a failure just because they watching people that they think are exemplifying success every day. You know what I mean? Right. Like people trying to keep up with the Kardashians, but at the same time, like, if you if you notice if you didn't spend two or three hours scrolling their page and their pictures and what they got going on you could have been putting that same three hours into your own life right making right. yourself as happy as they seem that they are you know what i mean that is so true or just going to research like i got to a point where i would ask like how do you do this how do you, how do you do that but when it comes to research i would research so hard where other people is like oh you're texting i'm reading I'm really yeah. reading. And when people around me finally realize what I'm doing, they're like, do you, through the whole time we be talking, do you be reading? Yes, I do. That is crazy. It's cause I'm so, I'm always intrigued about what I see, what I hear. And yeah, I want to know more, you know? There's nothing yeah. wrong with going to find out more versus me spending hours. Like you can literally spend hours on YouTube, watching video after video and it hadn't gotten nowhere in your life. It hasn't educated you. It hasn't fulfilled you in no type of way and all you did is feel bad about yourself because you're not doing what they doing yeah exactly exactly man and and i just wish people would use these tools that we're given not just for entertainment 
but for you know for learning like i got through school with youtube you know what i mean like right. i got school because of google you know what i'm saying like i know how to cut hair because of youtube you know from 10 years ago all right. the stuff i didn't tried and did and even me writing books like everything man i use the internet and i use these tools like i use youtube i use anything that i can because those aren't just sources of entertainment i know people just want to use them as that but man those things teach you more than a classroom will if you use it them. will it will and so many people ask me how did you know someone oh oh um youtube university what right yeah. <laughs> you know what i was like yeah brother you know youtube has everything on it it's not even a secret no more to where you really had to go ask your grandma how do i do this i asked your mom Mom, how do i do this now it's like well i'm not gonna ask my mom none i just look on the internet yep literally literally and that's what i do like anytime i want to try something new man i'm gonna run straight to youtube i don't care if i'm fixing something on my car i'm gonna run to youtube <laughs> i'm gonna watch 20 videos until i get the confidence to 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 try what they doing right just <laughs> like, looking at it over and over, over. literally <laughs> over and over and over and over like oh man you really you're really good at this you don't even know how many times i attempt this in my mind exactly <laughs> exactly like, exactly. Like, that took courage to do, bro. I went from yeah. looking at a video to doing it straight off the back just to go so wrong. Exactly. It's like if you don't have that confidence in yourself right off the bat, man, go watch somebody who does have that confidence in themselves. Right. You know, fake it till you make it, man. Like, go out here and literally watch somebody else do everything and, you know, kind of mimic mimic the way they, they accomplished it. You know, maybe take certain gems that you can pull out of it and then, you know, put your own flavor to it right flavor man put your own little character on it but that exactly. goes back that goes back to that weakness that everybody deals with that 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 that's not me it can never happen to me weakness. yeah man you can first you gotta tell yourself that you deserve you deserve anything that you think you desire you know what i mean you deserve it you know if you're willing to work for it then you deserve it right but, you but do, I think man. a lot of times we think something's just gonna fall in our lap. I think we think that we can just kind of dream about certain things, and then you know one day we're gonna wake up at forty-two and it's gonna be, it's gonna fall in our lap. Like, nah, I don't really work out like that. Right. Be like, man, I had all those resources, all those knowledgeable people, and I don't have anything right now. Right. Because those people are living their lives and they're reaping the benefits of their success, and I wasted. Mine, which, which is why you will see a lot of videos or a lot of um, story documentations where there was always a friend that envied something because all they did was didn't do enough to what it took for them to actually go reach their dreams. They just rolled off with their friend dreams. Most, you know? Definitely. And I tell a lot of people I run into, look, I don't want to hold anything back. I don't want to be the person to limit your dream. The only person that can limit your dream is yourself. Yourself. That you're the only race that you're racing is within yourself. That's it. And once we realize that we're our biggest enemy, you realize there's no competition at all. No, it's not. Your enemy is the the, the your ego and your willingness to to not want to um, you know learn more. You know that's that's our like you said that's our biggest enemy. Right. Ourselves. You know. And that's in relationships. That's in uh, personal. Well, not just personal life, but business too. Um, yeah. Sometimes we're afraid to change, and sometimes we do change, and we have to let go of the people that we used to hang out with. We used to have certain conversations with. Not saying that we can't be friends, just we can't be friends on that topic. Right. We we can't that hustle, that grind that I'm on. 
it doesn't match your hustle, your grind. Right. You know, so we got to talk on a different level. We got to talk about the basketball game later. We got to go talk about what we're going to eat later versus what we're going to do to get this just this next income. Exactly. And I'm, I'm to the point where, man, those conversations, like, the older I get, those conversations don't even excite me no more. Like, you know, I, I love LeBron like the next basketball lover, but at the same time, it's like, are we going to spend an hour talking about LeBron's next move and, you know, what he doing for the team? Or, like, man, what what do you got going on in your life? Like, what, like let's talk about something of substance, you know what I'm saying? What's right. Up? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm getting past that. I'm, I'm really getting past, you know, what what you been watching on Netflix lately? You know, I'm, I'm trying to get past that. You know right. And people think it's weird. Like, man, what, what you be watching lately? Uh, I, I don't even watch TV. What? Right. Sorry. I actually read books, bro. What exactly. you be doing in your house? I read books. I, I actually focus on myself. You know, I find different ways of educating myself. I don't want to watch the same thing that's going to be there tomorrow. Man, literally. You know, it's, you know it, what, what, can I watch something that's going to interest me? Is it gonna interest me? Like it can interest me as far as make me laugh, but I've been wasting the whole day doing nothing. Literally. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Doing nothing when I could have been investing that time into something that was gonna give me more benefits down the line. Exactly, man. So I, I mean I'm I'm with that one hundred percent. It's it's good to see like minded another like minded soul that like that thinks that same way. Right. When you're um doing unremarkable things such as um, creating new um, I, I say culture lines because it's a culture line I like the way you said if only life was fair that's a culture line mm-hmm. so when you're creating these different type of cultures and reaching out to the, not just the black community but the community itself um, is what is that measured by like it, that performance itself is it measured by just the dedication that you put in or just the person you are um that's a good question. I would say it's um it's really measured by your dedica- your dedication, you know, because like regardless of regardless of what whatever culture you are trying to reach, you know, when people see that passion and that dedication that that you're putting into it, like you know, it just can't. It, it goes without saying. You know what I mean? Just like the same way when Kobe died. When Kobe died two weeks ago, I believe it was two weeks ago, two two, two three weeks ago, mm-hmm. it affected the whole world, man, because. I don't care if you were black, white, Asian, blue, or purple. You, you, everybody had a respect for his dedication, his passion for his craft, his willingness to succeed, his willingness to push himself at all times. Like, I don't care what your race was, everybody had a respect for that. And you know, man, things like that admire me, man. Like, you know, and I do, I do most of my things for my black community, of course. But I know that down the line, like, you know, people are going, are really just, hopefully, they admire the passion and the dedication towards my craft and getting better and trying things and creating, you know what I'm saying? So I would say that, that, you know, just that dedication, you know, that that's what I kind of measure it by because, you know, it's even now, like I get a, I get a comment, I get commended from people who aren't, you know, uh, of African-American descent, you know, that we went to school with or from my hometown because they just see the drive. Like they, they see right. the drive, they see the dedicate, they see the passion that I have for it. So, and they don't have to be black just to understand that, you know what I'm saying? They just, it's just a common respect, you know. Once people see that the you're putting in the actions behind your words, man, it, it don't have to just be your culture that's gonna feel it. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's about touching, just touching lives. Period. Exactly. You know it. Um, when people, oh, black excellence. I love black excellence. Just as the next person, 
But you know, I want to embrace all excellence. Exactly. All excellence, because there's different um, history, different things that be accomplished out every day that maybe yesterday somebody never completed. Then today somebody completed as being the first something, body doing something. Right. So um, I encourage everyone, doesn't matter what your race is, please do just step out on faith and actually just wake up every day touching the next person. If you wake up every day and your goal is to touch at least one person, something you said, something you did as far as opening the door for someone and changing their, their bad day to a good day with just touching their spirit, your day will become even more blessed. Exactly, man. And I just know, like, even growing up, like, um, you know, we didn't learn. We learned black history, of course, during February. And we weren't exposed to that much of it. So, you know, in the last few years, I've been kind of learning more about my roots and, you know, what we were before slavery and uh, learning uh, the things that we accomplished in Egypt before, you know, just kind of. But, you know, before I started learning those things about where we really come from and how we were creators and engineers and doctors and scientists, one, you know, one one person I say I would looked up to uh, from history was Michelangelo. It was like the first person that mm. I learned about that was, you know, that was like kind of a jack of all trades. He was a painter. Uh, you know, he did music. He was an engineer. He designed. He created. He did some of everything, man. And that stuff like that is just like, you know, just even reading about people like that, you know, not he didn't have to be black for me to get inspired. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just like, you know, just to touch on like what we were talking about earlier as far as, you know, um, I just I recognize passion and dedication when I see it, man. Whether you black, right. Asian, you know, blue or purple, man, I see I see the drive, like, and I respect it. You know what I'm saying? Like And that's very interesting that you said, Michelangelo. Not many people would have put it out. They would have part and put it out Martin the King. And I would tell everybody, like, okay, yeah, he's a very great leader, very great passive leader. Mm-hmm. But everybody had that dream, too. Exactly. Everybody and, literally had that dream. No, no lie. No lie. And, you know, I, I just wouldn't, and, I, you know, not as far as uh, politics go, you know, I think he was more so, uh, you know, looking for that, 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 he was trying to get political success within our community right. and, you know, amongst everybody. But, you know, it's just right. more creating and building and stuff like that. You know, that was just, one person I really looked up to and like even now like um one person that people kind of don't always give him his credit but uh Jamie Foxx man right oh that's man it. he's a great artist man he's just a great that, person great person he's very talented man like like he does some he plays sports in high school football basketball you know he went on the scene he could do music he could dance you know he can act the man does everything you know what I'm saying like he writes he, he does right. stand up like I love to see people not be scared to try multiple avenues because I know we always get told to chase this one thing and you know I'll go go be great at this one thing who says we gotta do one thing who made that right. rule you know what I'm saying like, we all got multiple talents it's about enhancing those talents exactly. you can really take your time that you've been investing in like I just tell my brother like you're a gamer get money by doing that there's money there's money everywhere being a gamer there's there's a there's money where people come around and and um that can sell there's really good at retail sale and they become the best business sale they can sell anything you have people that can draw anything literally man and i i, I get on my little brother too about just having multiple you know uh multiple lanes of things that you because like he likes to produce beats and he was good in the graphic design and you know, uh, he look. Of course, he loves his Call of Duty and his 2K. Of course, you know what I'm saying. So, and now he's gotten my little brother's gotten into photography. You know, so 
any little thing that pops up and he's like, oh man, I want to try this out. I'm right behind you. Right, do it. I'm Go ahead, it. do it. Right, I'm, I'm 100% behind you because like you said, something that you have blessed in you will hit. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. You don't you don't want to just cut off one talent, focus on another one. There's there's so much around you and so much blessings around you that you can really channel channel your energy into a craft that you'd have had this whole time and didn't know that this was your way out. Right. Exactly. So I I encourage your brother to keep going, keep pushing him um, to be himself because more and more kids these days need to know that it's okay to be yourself. It's it's totally okay, man. It's totally okay, and like. That's why I kind of like it hit so hard when Kobe died, man. It was like I lost the older brother because, you know, we saw him push himself for basketball. But, man, like after basketball, what he got like an Oscar or something like that for writing right. children's series. You know, he mm-hmm. was he was inv- he was a heavy investor, you know, which I like to invest as well in stocks and stuff like that. So, man, like we we didn't even get to see the other half of Kobe, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, he was a coach on his daughter's team. Like, he yes. had his hand in a lot of stuff, pharmaceutical yes. plants, and um, he, he was bringing a lot to to the world, to the front, because he was so, he did a lot of things on the court, but he was able to take his, his earnings and his blessings to bless the world. So I do, I do agree with you on that. Like, we didn't just lose out on Kobe in the NBA, but we lost out on Kobe legacy overall because he pushed so many people to strive to do the best that they can. Exactly, man. In every in every field, in every field, in every field. Now it's like, are you going to live up to that Kobe mentality? You know, that's why I like to say it's right. all about: are you going to keep his legacy alive, or are you going to let it die? Exactly. Because it's exactly. about that grind. He had that grind that no one could take from him. Right, and if you call yourself a fan, then that means that you—that means that you respect his grind, and that means hopefully you have injected at least, at least a little piece of that into your life. Right, just a little bit. You got to think as life is Jordan, and you got to think as you as Kobe. Hey, ain't nobody exactly. better in this situation, but somebody gonna leave with, with at least one point with a loss. It ain't gonna be either you or me. You know, you gotta have that mentality because that's how Kobe was. Like, even though he met Michael and he played against Michael, he didn't back down. Never, never. It fired him up. Exactly. And as as a rookie, he made a friend with one of the greatest in the world because of who he who he was and the passion that he showed. Exactly, man. You no, know, so it's all about impact, impacting the world and just making who you are stick to another person. It ain't worry about it. Could be a hundred millionaires in the room, and you come in and you touch every millionaire. That means you was something different than everyone that came in that room. That's true. No. So what's the what's the plans for for you? You know, what's the future projects that you have working on? Let the people know what to look more into for us, Javon, and what he has coming to surface. Okay, so what I would like to do is uh like my book, Brown Money. Uh, it was like about you know real estate investing, just kind of introduce the black kids to uh you know investing in, in real estate and uh, the STEM the STEM field, you know, as far as engineering and science and math and all that. So I want to I want to keep that going. You know, I want to maybe uh, either do a Brown Money 2 or maybe do a few more books and make it a series where maybe I maybe I take the character from there and I go expound a little bit more on real estate or I go talk a little bit more about stocks, a little bit more, you know, just kind of dissect the, the 
dissect those nuggets that I dropped in there and kind of just elaborate more on each one, maybe in a different book. And that's kind of what I'm doing with that. And then, you know, of course, I want to keep pushing my uh, my card games and stuff, you know, just keep marketing that and keep pushing it. And I don't know, like I had started um, just like with this If Only Life Was Fair collection, like the T-shirt, the hoodie and the um, and the um, book bag that I have, like I had started doing clothing again like a year ago, you know, didn't find much success with it, but that still didn't mean that I don't like creating, you know what I mean? I love creating new pieces of clothing or things that people can wear. So, you know, maybe I want to dibble and dab and get a little more back into that, you know, as well. But I definitely just want to keep pushing my books and I want to go ahead and um, start this series for that Brown Money book, man. I really feel like I just kind of, I left off at a good point, but it's so much more that I have to say. You know what I mean? Right. So, and it's only February, you know? So, like, you know, who knows? Like, but that's mainly that, though. You know, just keep pushing my products and, um, you know, get back into writing. Get back into writing this year. Well, you definitely is a man of wisdom. So I encourage you to do all of that. And I will definitely be here to support you. And I would definitely love to get a copy of your uh, Brace Brown Money. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. I can send you a copy, man. There's no problem. Always, man. I definitely would love to not just read it, but share it with the world as well. And if you guys um, haven't read Brown Money, but you want to definitely elevate your mind, look, hit up Javon Wilson, man. Go ahead and let everybody know what's your social media they can hit you up at so they can maybe get a copy or maybe pick your brain somewhere. Okay, cool. So, like, I mean, y'all can find me on, uh, on Facebook. Uh, at Javon Wilson. I also have my author page, and that's at Warren Wilson. Warren is my first name. You know, I kind of go by that professionally most time. And then you can also find me on Instagram at Javon5819. And then you can also find me at another Instagram page at Warren Wilson. And that's at W-A-R-N W-I-L-S-O-N. And uh, my books are for sale on uh, Amazon. Um, So you can always find them there. And then you can also go to warrenwilson.com where you can um, look into my board, my, not my board games, but my card games that I have. And uh, on there, I also have like, you know, interviews posted that I've done earlier this year. If you just want to kind of learn more about me and what I have going on. So, you know, uh, all, all support is welcome, man. All help is welcome. Uh, anybody that, you know, want to reach out, want to collab, you know, I'm always open. You know, I'm always open to doing that because we never know how we can help each other, you know. But uh, definitely, if, you know, if you guys get a chance, follow me on social media, you know, Facebook and Instagram. And, you know, check my website out. I also have links to my pages on my website. So, and that's www.warrenwilson.com. And that's Warren as in W A R N wilson.com man i'm gonna tell you guys y'all better go get some insight because it's definitely the guy you would like to know more about man i'm definitely gonna have to chop it up with you some more and definitely ask you to come back on to the podcast in the future to to tell us more about these great accomplishments that you've hit and more future pro- projects that you have going um um and i would love to collaborate collaboration with you when it comes to clothing, man, because I know that you, you and the way you think in your heart, it has to be told. It has to be told, man. It has to be shared, man. And we want to continue to touch and um, share with the next person so people like your brother and future kids to come can have a platform where they're not afraid to show their artwork. Exactly, man. And I, I just, I really like, I want to, 
I just want to like, I want to see all the black kids that are introverts grow out of that shell. I'm still growing out of mine and I, I just want to see them all grow out of that shell, man. Cause a lot of introverted people have so much to say, man. Like they have so much to say. They just so used to being quiet and just kind of to themselves. But those are some of the most creative people you're going to come across because they right. never let out their ideas. They hold them all in. So man, I just want to see all the, all the, you know, all the young kids that are introverted to, you know, just come out of that shell, man, you know, and come out here, you know, let the world know what you got going on. Let them know what you think. You know what I'm saying? Yes, please do. We got to go back get that Kim mentality. Those superheroes and characters that we look so far up to, we're all a superhero in our exactly. story. Exactly. You know, we all have superpowers and your power is not the same as the next person. Your growth is not the same as the next person. But your story is meant to be told. Exactly. All our stories to are meant to be told. Exactly. Right. It's, 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 it's meant to just touch another person. You never know what the next person going through. You never know. Um, yep. Before we get out of here, when I'm going to ask you, Dujavon, just give the message. You know, you wrapped it up about what if life was fair and that was a touching message. But something that you wanted to just leave the people with, leave them something on your heart, then let them know that Javon was here and he will be back. Um, what is something that you want to leave with them? Um, I mean, just um, kind of like I was saying earlier, as far as you know, injecting that um, start injecting that that um, that mamba mentality into your life. You know, if it's anything that you kind of had in the back of your head, oh man, I want to try this one day, or if you know, if it's something that you know from childhood that you've always wanted to see yourself do. I, I really just want to strive and I want to challenge everybody to go ahead and give it a, give it a chance, you know, try it out. You know, uh, if you got a business that you say you're going to do one, five years from now, what's stopping you from starting next week? You know what I'm saying? That don't mean getting the money together, but that just means start putting ideas to paper. You know, I, right. really, I want to challenge everybody to, you know, um, you know, just start taking the steps to start li living your dreams out. You know what I'm saying? And that don't mean just throwing all your time at it, but that just means start putting stuff to paper start letting those ideas make it out of your head and you know actually you know start putting action behind them you know and i just because i just i love to see it man i love to see it you know even if somebody want to go out and start a, a cooking show man i love to see it you know what i'm right. saying I, I love to see it all so that's what i just want to leave with man i want to leave with just challenging everybody out there to just you know um you know strive to make your dreams come true you know what i'm saying in, in whatever way that might be because I'm, I'm behind you 100% and if you don't know and no one ever told you that they love you know that I love you I know Javon loves you and if you need some more encouragement than that please go show my man some love you can always reach out to me and you can always know that on the Positive Energy Generation podcast you're never alone so you're always welcome here um, you guys go ahead please shout my man out again Javon Wilson you guys, thank you for just not allowing him to come on and spread so much wisdom. But Javon, I thank you for being such a great soul that you are, man. And I appreciate you for having me, man. For real, for real. No problem. It was my pleasure and my honor. And I, I hope and pray that you do come back on and bless us again with so much of your wisdom and your accomplishments. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? We could. I hope we can set something up for this spring. Hey, there you go. We definitely can do that. It, it's more to come. And stay tuned, guys, because there's definitely more to come in 2020. It's not over. You will be seeing Javon all over in this world making a lot of lives better. All right, you guys, be blessed. Stay blessed and know that you love. And Javon, have a safe and blessed day, man. Thank you. 
All right, man. I appreciate you again. All right, man. All right.